0: Decent greeting from the sign of the rising sun. This is your boy, Monkway,
1: And this is Stefan.
0: And we're back at it with the Divine Council Podcast, episode 54. Yes, sir. So we're well, just going to jump right into it. Um, first, you know, we got a different set, and we, got, we came legit this time. You know, we're trying out Artist Mill Studio.
1: Yeah, shouts out to Artist Mill for uh, allowing us to come in here. You yep. know, trying to build up, trying to have like a more professional uh quality to the work, you know, we've been doing a podcast for over a year and a half now, and we've ma- mainly been recording via, um, this app called anchor app. It's a, uh, it's pretty good for the most part, but it's limiting, uh, limiting because, you know, the audio isn't that great and we don't have a video and we know in today's times people like to see like video content and I'm all about quality myself. You know, I'm a, um, an inspiring artist myself. So I love like, I mix and master like my own music and stuff. So I'm sort of like an engineer myself. So yeah, that that's important to me.
0: Yeah, you know, the Anchor app actually, it worked pretty well with the uh, quarantine and everything going on, but you know, we're in a, episode 54, it's time to take it to the next level. You know, feel like we got we got the content, but it's time to add, you know, to the production. And um, like Stefan said, he's, he's well inclined in production and, you know, editing and everything. So we might as well come legit, because, you know, we're really serious about this. So, you know, with that being said, you know, uh, I guess we can start. Um, so how's everything been for you, Stefan, since the last podcast?
1: Uh, well, for me, it's been more of the same, like I've been saying, for the past several weeks. Uh, you know, since the pandemic started, I've been working from home. And I've been trying to, uh, to, fi- to find a balance between... Working and being productive in other things like doing the podcast or doing like uh, music or catching up on like shows that I've been watching, uh, exercising and still trying to have like a social life, you know, trying to balance all of that and also into other ventures like looking up uh, cryptocurrency you know, trying to get it more into investing and stuff, you know, the ideas that we've been bouncing back and forth with that. So it's been a it's it's been it's been pretty busy for me. Uh just trying to put everything into focus and trying to find allocate the time for all of that, you know. So just trying to stay uh productive. What about you?
0: Yeah, for me, you know, I'm trying to stay busy as well. Um, you know, I, first the first time we linked up since I think right before Right before, you know, they they made it a pandemic basically. Um, and the last month couple seven months, eight months, I have long, since February basically. Um, you know, it's just been basically building, focusing on my purpose and kind of where to go from here after um after all this is said and done. Um so for me, you know, still working in the hospitals, I I think it's safe to say and you know, I'm not gonna speak too much about that, but you know, um the cases um are a lot lower than where they were. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting to see where we go from here because I think we're entering an interesting part of the year. And I think we're enter- entering a time of the year where it's it's going to be a lot more than just this, this, uh, the coronavirus, basically. Uh, so, yeah, we got to buckle up and just kind of stay vigilant. But, you know, for me, um, you know, it's still business as usual. Um, you know, I want to keep on um, working on investing and building uh working on myself, trying to eat right, uh staying fit. Um, big thing is just continuing to build my knowledge. You know, I think it's safe to say that we in the future. Um <laughs> I'm not gonna speak too much about this, but um kind of what, what's been going on is um I got some ayahuasca <laughs> and some shrooms. Yeah. <laughs> like it was easy, man. Like so um You know, I'm right now working on trying to taste the toad, as uh, I guess Mike Tyson would say. Um, I'm gonna start mixing it up, and you know, we'll once we once we get that rolling, we'll let you know how that uh, how that that spiritual journey goes. Um, I think it's this is this is the time. You know, it's the time to, like I was saying to a friend earlier, um, start. It's it's time for me to get a better understanding of life, basically. After after this, um cuz I think we all I mean it's been it's been very interesting, you know. It's, it's it's crazy times. Um but yeah, still the same old for me. Um ordered a whole bunch of books, try to pick up on reading different things when I have the time. Try to stay more consistent with that. Cuz you know, I was really thinking I, I was wondering like if we could do a a survey or a poll or something. Um and I wonder how many American adults over the age of 21. I wonder when's the last time they actually read a book is what I was thinking. And I took it, I took it further and I was like, you know, maybe that's why I feel like maybe that's why as, as, as a general, as general public or masses were so dumbed down, it's because probably something like that. I mean, really think about it. You, you can poll most people and I, I guarantee you, they can tell you, tell you, they can't tell you the last time they read a book. So, you know, for me, I'm I mean, I'm not I'm not immune to that. Um, I understand that so I'm trying to just get back into what's really important because, you know, this I you know priorities change now. I think we really understand what's what's important um in society. because um, it's a high level of distractions that's going on right now as well. And it's been going on this year. Um, but you know, just kinda going on going on about myself, um, it's still the same oh, it's business as usual. I wanna continue to elevate starting with the podcast just continue to elevate everything I've been doing and take it to the next level it's that time
1: yeah uh I think that's some that's a a interesting question that you raised because for me like whenever it comes to like reading more so um I got like the I feel like an attention span of like a kid and like I can't like just like sit down and just read an entire book like that, like some people was. Like that's never how I was um, in grade school or anything. I mean, I could read, I always could read above my level and in school and stuff, but I never really cared about reading at that point. I'm at the point now to where when I'm looking into uh, books to try to find more um, information about the our true history and where we we actually come from as opposed to what we're taught in the public school system. I prefer audiobooks uh, because I'm on the go. Well, I was on the go a lot before the pandemic. So I would just be listening to them on the way to and from work or when I'm out of town, you know, um, at the gym, maybe, you know, uh, when I'm like playing basketball or something like that, you know, I'm always trying to stay focused on what's important and learning something new. So yeah, I think it is important that people do look more into, uh, reading, uh, but if they don't want to actually read, I mean, you can always do the audio books because, you know, podcasting in a sense is like an audio book uh, with each episode being its own chapter. I feel, you know, um, and I, I think it's important for people to continue to educate themselves on various topics, uh, not just what's put into the, uh, the mainstream media, but stuff that uh, is kept underground, so to speak.
0: Yeah, we're in the age of information. So like I think, you know, already we're kind of seeing the paradigm is shifting. Um, so I think right now it's just about how much information can you gain? Um, because you know, a lot of a lot of this um mentality change is I think we're starting to understand that a lot of what we've been taught is is a lie as well. And you know, kind of having that cognitive dissonance, we have to start basically relearning and it's a perfect time to be able to um learn and inf- learn more information because of the accessibility of the internet um everybody has cell phones um now you know it's a podcast exp- explosion you can listen to podcasts on the go you know doing almost anything you know so right now it's just um, it's about the thirst for knowledge cuz we definitely are in the age of information and uh, i mean i think it's i think we're just starting this too um i think it's going to be a lot of, a lot of uh, advances that come out of this, um, and I feel like if you haven't taken this year to gain information and build your knowledge, you're gonna be le- kind of left behind or be at a disadvantage because the paradigm is already shifted and it's, it's shifting rapidly. If if you can't tell, um, one thing I wanted to um, ask you about, um, I, did you see where AMC theaters are? Allowing people to rent out the theater for ninety nine dollars. I did see that. Wow, I mean, it's, it's it's shifting overnight. I mean, like that can open up so much, so many avenues for anything that you'd like lectures, podcasts. Uh, you can go up there and just you know have a have a lecture. If you have a big enough following, if you have if you're if you good at marketing, um, but it's interesting to see that you know it seems like the paradigm is shifting towards putting more information out. Right. Um, I thought that was interesting.
1: Yeah, they, uh, I'm looking at a CNN article, and they're saying that AMC allows uh, rentals of up to 20 people. Uh, like you said, the rate starts at $99, excluding tax, and increases to $349, depending on the movie, uh, the theater location, and any other add-ons like food and drink. Uh, page li- their faq page lists renting a microphone to greet guests as an extra hundred dollar charge while uh, more time to enter an auditorium beyond the standard 15 minutes will cost another 250 so yeah like every industry is uh is i feel like is is being impacted like negatively by what's going on um with the pandemic and the entertainment industry is taking a huge hit because, you know, before this the theater business was booming. You know, as I, uh, you can see me on the camera. I got on the Avengers, uh, game shirt. I'm a big, uh, Marvel fan last year. They made like $2 billion off of that movie alone. Uh, Disney did. And they re-released like the Lion King made another billion off of that. Aladdin, another billion. So it was thriving then, but now that everything is shut down, It's like it's forcing the 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 a shift from the big screen to the small screen, where you see more people are consuming stuff through uh, uh, OLED TV or something like that, like a 4K TV, and just it's still you know still just looking at a screen all day, but compared to the huge screen, you got the smaller experience and more, um, I guess you could say more comfortable experience. It's compared to like. When you're you go see like a live sporting event like going to like say like a football game or something like that, yeah it's it's fun going out there, you know um being a part of tailgates and stuff like that, and then going to the game and stuff watching the game. But for me, I find more comfort in just like chilling at my my house and watching something if I am to watch a game, which i don't I don't watch sports like that uh anymore, but um, I find it more comforting to just be in my own home with surround system. And that type of setup,
0: you know. Yeah, I, speaking on sports, I agree with you, man. It's just I think once I tapped into the uh, gematria um, and started doing more research, um, even about certain like even the NFL had a court case where, um, they basically had to come out and admit that that is entertainment. Like the court, this court case was the equivalent of like when the WWE had their had their um or the WWF had had their uh. Litigation issues with the WWE, um, the World Wildlife Fund, or uh, WWF, the World Wildlife Fund, and they had to change their name and if worldwide,
1: you know, uh, worldwide wrestling federation.
0: Yeah, they had to during early two thousands. If you remember back when, right back before they had to come out and change it to WWE, the reason why they had to is because the w, the original WWF, the World Wild, it, it's a, um, it's a. Uh, animal fun but it's it's important um and it's been around long, uh, longer than the wwf or probably around the same time but they had like the original name and you know they had gotten sued and that's why the wwe basically had to come out and change the federation to entertainment and then that was basically it didn't collapse it i mean if you really look at it if you look at it now they have it's a really good it's still a really good product i think in my opinion they did the correct shift and it's just as good now as it was when it was the WWF based on if, based on if you like the entertainment, I mean, I personally stopped watching it. I, you know, I, but I, it still got a great following. Um, but I bring that up b- because the NFL had the same type of court case that kind of went under the radar, um, where somebody had sued the NFL, basically. Um, I think it had, had something to do with, um, with the banning of NFL, but like it, it was something that was basically on the surface. I wish I should, I should look it up, but I'm just going to kind of break it down a little bit. Um, it was something that was like on the surface, but basically it, it, it came to the NFL having to admit that that shit is entertainment as well. Um, And I think, you know, looking back, I think kind of what's going on now too, is we're starting to understand that all that shit is entertainment in a script in some type of way to kind of keep us distracted and controlled. And me personally, I can see, my interest in uh, sports has just dramatically declined the last couple years. Um, I think it's gotten more apparent. Um, but I think it just goes back to the times that we're in, you know, we have a lot of stuff in our society, a lot of things in our, so- in our society that basically, um, was put there to keep us distracted and controlled, but I th- we're breaking through it. It's, it's a paradigm shift. It's a paradigm shift. Um, I just want to speak on that about the sports, but I'm gonna look up this um this court case so we can actually get the details on it.
1: Yeah, um, I came up. I was watching uh like the WWE, WWF. Like uh, I remember when it was like Raw is War back in the day. Um, my uncle, Uncle uh, Tony, he uh he had a bunch of the old wrestling videos because there was a wrestler from uh where I'm from, my uh where I was born Goldsboro or the area. Um, let me see what his name was. He was a wrestler. Uh, see if I can find. Yeah, viscera viscera. Yeah. He's from Goldsboro. That's where I was born. He passed away uh, in 2014, but he was a wrestler and I think they knew him. If I'm not mistaken, I think my dad and my uncle, they knew him. Uh But, yeah, they had old videos and uh, stuff from back in the day, from, like, the 80s and shit, you know, um, of the wrestling back then. And I would go over to his house and watch them on VHS tapes. And I was watching them all the way up. And I was watching WWE all the way up until, like, mid-2000s. But I I really started losing losing interest in it when people started dying. Like, uh, Eddie Guerrero died. I remember I was mad about that and then um I remember Chris Benoit he died and I just saw a shift in it and I just saw that it was rigged, you know, and my mom was always she was always telling me that it was it was fake and stuff. I wouldn't believe her like I would watch it with my dad and I could, the more I saw it, the more I saw how they would be throwing like fake punches and stuff and not really hitting the person and stuff like that. The injuries would be real when they have like a say like a hell in a cell match or uh table tables, letters and chairs, matches, those injuries would be real, but for the most part it's all acting.
0: Yeah, you know, but thinking about it, I also was thinking as well, like, does it really I mean this once you kinda get over the fact of understanding what it is, I think it's just it's just time to kinda move on, you know. Um, because it's still entertainment. Are you entertained by it or are you not? If you're not entertained by it, then you know, just Move on, you know. That's that's kind of how how I looked at it too. So, um, like I said earlier, you know, it's just a lot of relearning, a lot of relearning, and um, the shock of that. But it's it's not the end of the world or anything, right? Um, me personally, I started to realize, you know, at some point, as uh, as humans, we got to continue to you know evolve. And it's certain things that are not that are not going to be able to make that shift if you're uh, talking about raising the consciousness of, of the masses. And if you truly think about it, it has to start with what we consume on a daily basis, and that's the entertainment. So in a way, you know, for us to continue to evolve, we have to, some of this stuff ha- will have to, uh, you know, be a part of the past. And that's what I think is also going on as well. I mean, come on, we got a pandemic. Um, it's people dying you can believe it or not, you know, I have my opinions on it I, I I definitely think it's real, but I think it was more so of a biochemical weapon, but I'm not <clears> going to <throat> speak on that right now um, but think about it people dying shit shit is shut down, business is closing um really we're, it's never really been a time like this um because really this is still pro this is coming back all the way from 2008 from the recession back then this is like this has basically been going on for the past twelve years. Um, so you have to understand that, like I said earlier, you know, a lot of stuff is not going to continue to, um, to shift while we're shifting, trying to, you know, evolve. So a lot of stuff has to be stuck in the past. Um, and I think it's deep too, that the CTE, like all that stuff plays a part of it. Like the type of, in- like what, what we're consuming, I think as, as, as the, as a, the general public is telling for, I guess our intelligence level. It's kind of how I'm, how I'm looking at it. Um, cause truly think about, it, you think, I mean, a, a Atlantis, you know, they probably, I'm sure they had sport, but I think sport was different. Sport was viewed differently. It was more intellectual, unless barbaric. Um, and that's just my, that was, that's my thoughts on it. It's not like a shock to me cause I think it has to happen.
1: I mean, I, I look at sports like for one, the way that we're, uh, melanated individuals are treated in sports uh specifically uh, the black uh population that is in sports I mean we take up majority of sports sports wouldn't exist without us yet we're still treated like second class citizens in our own country to begin with and they want us to risk our lives put our bodies on the line for their for entertainment and for money for value you know and they 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 dis- they don't like when we uh when we talk about stuff and have uh, uh, disagreements about them, about ways to move with like uh, racial injustice and stuff like that, they want us to just stay in our place and be good, you know, good boys or whatnot. So when we do do that, you know, when when, when we threaten to like, you know, not play and shit, then they want to come back to the table. Like, nah, love, let's, let's do something else. You know, like the NBA, like, yeah, yeah, let, let's, uh, let's just put a bunch of black lives matter, uh, um, advertisements all over the court and put, yeah, put it on the back of your jerseys and, you know, yeah, use your platform. You know, when I feel like at the end of the day, it's not doing anything, it's not doing anything to move uh, the movement of a uh, racial injustice forward. You know, it's just another ad for them to bring viewers in, which in this year they lost a lot of viewership, you know, um, because people, I feel like a lot of people are like you and I, they feel like um, they feel like sports is not relevant right now. It isn't. It's not relevant to what's going on into the to the grand scheme of things. You know, we got something. We got like a, a huge shift coming. You know, this election, and which I got my own issues with uh, how it's being pushed. You know, you know, people can vote if they want. Me personally, I'm not somebody that's gonna uh, do that because I'm not with either side. Either side, because I feel like. At the end of the day, I feel like it's predetermined who's gonna win, and I don't think with me voting. Um, say if I was to vote for somebody and to vote for like a, a Biden or something like that, I don't think get. I don't think the change that people are hoping for is gonna come with that. You know, it's got to be something different. I know we talked about off air about having like another party and coming up with that and having somebody that's truly works for us because I feel like these polit, these politicians are full of shit and they they're all about the bag so you gotta have you gotta we had to become lobbyists and get people in there that actually speak on the stuff that is important to us and not just give us these empty promises like they've been doing for how many hundreds of years well like since the 20th century all these presidents saying they're gonna do this and that you know uh people are saying and i'm not for either one of them like like i just said i'm apolitical i'm not for Trump, I'm not for a Biden, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like they're two sides of the same coin at the end of the day. You know, Biden had a part in the 92 crime bill, if I'm not mistaken. Um, You know, Trump has done evil shit throughout the decades with racial discrimination of people working at his Trump towers and, you know, um, him not paying people correctly and, and shit and avoid tax evasion and, you know... But at, at the end of the day, people are saying like, yeah, he's the, he the worst president of all time. But I'm like, did y'all forget that Reagan brought introduced crack to the black community in the 80s, which pretty much destroyed the black household? Do do people forget that? You know, I, I see that, you know, what we're what we're experiencing with Trump. Is a lot it's a lot of it's a lot of negativity surrounding him, you know, like when he did the debate uh, with Biden, he wouldn't denounce white supremacy you saw he said proud boys stand down and stand by like he he's already said he's got plans like you know if he loses the election he doesn't know how he's going to take he don't know if he'll be able to take it if he loses the election and he's telling his proud boys to stand by so I advise people our people to be prepared for that and to be uh and to legally have firearms on deck because I feel like that's where it's headed you know um and I I just I just don't see the I, I really just don't I I don't see the point of voting in somebody that was working under a um somebody for eight years who didn't do anything I think major to help his own community and that's t- I'm talking about Obama you know a lot of people may disagree with that take or whatever and I voted for Obama back in 2012 when I was allowed when I was of age to vote for him. But looking back, what did he do for people? What did he do for our people truly? You know, I feel like he did more for the LGBTQ community than he did for his own community, so to speak. So that's why I'm looking at these these politicians as bullshitters. It doesn't matter the race. It doesn't matter which side they're on. They're all full of shit at the end of the day. And I think we got to take a, a grassroots approach to f- uh, fixing the these problems that we have um, economically, you know um uh racially we got to take a grassroots approach and we got to build up from the ground up we got to build up our own government you know what i'm saying like I, I mean i think there needs to be uh i think there needs to be a major government overhaul to begin with you look in there you look at the government and i'm looking at uh not just the government forbes which is a, a white supremacist ran uh magazine Put out a list of all these billionaires you know uh s- certain people there's a few black billionaires sprinkled in there but majority of them all mainly white old wrinkled white motherfuckers like i'm thinking i'm looking at the the government pretty much all white you sprinkle in a little spice here you got a little you know you got an aoc she's pretty young and shit but that, that don't she doesn't speak for us you know what i'm saying um i'm looking at that i'm like they don't Who the fuck do they speak for it? You telling me this old motherfucker right here is supposed to be for me? Like, he's going to help my family? I don't believe none of these motherfuckers because I know what it is. I know it's a game at the end of the day. And a lot of people, you know, you can go vote. I believe that voting on a local level is way more important than a national level. That's what I think is important. I don't think this this fucking presidential shit is important because it's already predetermined who's going to win. The votes that you give to um to either uh president candidate, those go towards the electoral votes that go to the electoral college who actually who actually um chooses who the president is. So if you look at that, go and do your research, the electoral college decides the election, not the people.
0: That goes back to the uh democracy aspect of what we um what we have for government and if we re- if we really was to ed- educate ourselves we would understand that democracy is why we got put into this predicament because we are originally a republic and based on the republic um it's the law of the land which in this land is the constitution and you know i do believe we do need to reform the constitution but the problem is these elected officials that we are trusting um To have our backs basically we're trusting them to have our backs but you know as we obviously can see they have have, have fucked us over uh this whole time and um basically sold our country out you know think about it you know think about the how the the u.s dollar has been devalued 99.9 percent since like the 70s i mean that's insane like and we're over here worried about some bullshit like, that's, that's the shit that, that really, that I don't, I don't get. Like, we're worried about some bull, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's cool to be entertained, but, it, like, that's not the priority. Cause, like, in 2020, when you realize what the fuck done happen we're fucked. Like, I mean, we are, like, I mean, this is why, I mean, I looked at, look at this, too. Look at this, too. I truly think what happened, what's, what's happened the last 40 years is that we've basically been sold out, we've been, the United States has been up, put up for sale, um, one simple thing that I can kind of point to is that, have, that kind of it shook me up and it took me down a rabbit hole. And it's like, okay, look at the technology we have. Think about it. Where does the technology come from? Mostly China. Um, what can they do with this technology? I mean, listen to your conversations. Um record video on you basically you know they can they can control and get all kinds of information so so think about it like this so in every household i can promise you you have at least a tv that comes from another country it's probably china more than likely and if they can record the conversations and you know yada yada because you know china i mean like the, in their own country they have ip firewalls up the block all shit that they don't want their citizens to see like it's really like that over there like they really strong it's a, it's a strong-armed communist uh regime over there so i start thinking even like about the technology i'm like man this whole time like i'm over here playing a sony ps3 ps4 on a sony tv with a goddamn samsung this ain't even our shit (laughs) so i'm looking at like this at any time and then that's not even talking about the debt so anytime that these other countries want to mobilize and come take our shit they can come do that shit really think about that shit. Like, this ain't... We ain't in no bullshit right now. If they really want to mobilize... And I think... This is what I think is going to probably happen, too. The astrology is aligning with it and everything, you know. Kind of leading up to December, we're about to have a snapshot of the same shit that was in the sky back in the... Rev- during the Revolutionary War. And, you know, if you be- if you believe in history, I guess that... I mean, I don't think the history that we were taught is 100% correct, but I still think it's something to that. It basically means that we're in a time that nobody on this earth can necessarily remember of experiencing. So... Once again, I said, like, if these other countries who I think we have been sold out to, our dollar's been devalued 99.9%. All our, even starting with Reagan, um, through, through Clinton, every, all our industry was sold out to other countries overseas. This is why, you know, this is why our economy was shit most of our lives, because you couldn't get a job. You, you can go through each city and see the, the factories that are defunct, that are basically crumbling. Because, I mean, our, our, our industry was sold out a long time ago. We get our techni- We get all our shit through imports. No telling what they ha- what type of technology they really have in these TVs and cell phones and um, game si- And I, the game systems are important as well because I I think with the PS5 and this this the Scarlet Xbox and shit, you're gonna under. I think they they've taken the surveillance to another level with this shit. Like you know, but anyway, I was truly thinking you know if they wanted to mobilize this shit and come take our shit, Russia and China together. We better, we better be ready for a war. Cuz think about, it. I mean, we owe them debt. We already know that. Um we get our we don't we don't have our own shit. We don't have our own shit. And I think this is what really what we need to really be paying attention to and I agree with you, you got to arm ourselves um and get back in, into the right mindset because back to what you were saying about the about, you know, Trump and Biden and all of them being the same two sides of the same coin. You got to understand um, it's a term I want to use called the Hegelian dialectic, and basically, it's a doctrine where it states to rule over a, a, a people, rule over a society. You basically gotta give them a whole bunch of chaos and give them like basically an adversary, give them enemies, basically two sides where it looks like they're not working together, where they're like they're enemies, but in the in the back end of it, they're really the one percent. They're in, they're part of the same fraternity. So this is all that's been going on. And, and, and in my opinion, you know, I, I, I still think maybe Trump, he, he's, he has came out and he's gave us a stimulus, yada, yada, yada whatever. But at the end of the day, we got to fucking understand that it's our original people on this fucking land that's being oppressed. And it don't take a goddamn rocket science, scientist to understand and admit that. So like, how can these motherfuckers, it's a reason why these motherfuckers ain't wanting to come out and, you know, help us help the people and come out and give us the truth because they are the ones in on controlling us. It's simple to me. It's simple to me. It's
1: the, simple. And it, and another thing with that, man, is like the people that they'll be like, uh, these, these, these fucking liberals and shit, uh, left these super, uh, left radical liberals that, you know, some of them Antifa, You know what I'm saying? Some of them swear they down for the movement. Screen, You know, got the hashtags of Black Lives Matter. All cops are bastards and shit on social media. At the end of the day, man, these people, I feel like, are full of shit. Because you truly know deep down that you don't give a fuck about what's going on with us. There's a select few. There's a select few that I can say uh, people, non-black people, that I know that I really fuck with, and I know what their true intentions is because I've been around them long enough to see how they operate. But that's a select few, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of these motherfuckers swear they're so down to help um, melanated individuals, but when the going gets tough, where are they to be seen? You know, you think a hashtag and some fucking posts on IG is going to do anything. It doesn't do a damn thing. What you need to do is be talking to your fucking parents and getting their asses out to talk to their they they're friends and coworkers and go to fucking the city hall and council and try to get, um, shit passed in, in your areas of, uh, of uh, like opening up re- recreation centers and, you know, cleaning up the neighborhoods and stuff like that. Uh, low income neighborhoods, instead of just saying, Hey, um, yeah, my, my, you know, I'm down with the cause. You know, my parents are conservatives, but I'm I'm Black Lives Matter. That doesn't do a goddamn thing at the end of the day. If you're not putting your money where your mouth is, like if you're not actually going to these town hall meetings and trying to get shit passed on a local level, what are you doing? You're wasting my time. Like, I don't, this shit is, this, shit, this is an old game that's been played so many fucking times. People swear they so with you. You know, they they online and shit, they love it, you know. The clout everybody's so addicted to now trying to tell me, you know, ah, yeah, man, you know, you should care about this, bro. Like, you should be Black Lives Matter. Nigga, how the fuck you going to tell me how I'm supposed to feel? I live this shit every motherfucking day. You, you niggas are over here trying to align with us and shit. It's the same shit y'all were doing in the 60s, 50s, 40s. It's the same bullshit, bro. Like, I'm not a fucking idiot. Like, some of these niggas are asleep. I get this shit, bro. I've been living this my entire life. You can't tell me how the fuck to feel about this shit. Black Lives Matter. Fucking George Soros funded that shit. A Hungarian billionaire. He's also funded other organizations to to uh to uh quote unquote pro uh to pro to pro to promote like uh the ending of racial injustice and whatnot. You know, you got people, with these black lives matter people. um, The heads of them, a lot of it is ran by, and this ain't no this to them, but a lot of it is ran by LGBTQ people. And I feel like a lot of times they look at their, they look at their sexuality before their ethnicity or their race, rather. You know, they put that in the forefront as opposed to what's really important. Like, you don't see a lot of, where where the fuck are the strong, black males, the hetero, strong black males, you know what I'm saying? A lot of times they try to demonize us on social media with bullshit to try to weaken us and make us look like we aren't there and we don't care about what's going on. And it's our own people that do this shit. It's our own women that do this shit. You know what I'm saying? On a day-to-day basis, I see it and I think it's bullshit because I know who's pushing that shit. It's these fucking liberals that swear they're so on our side and telling them, you know, Nah, you know they not. You know they. You can't always look to your own like to to help you out. We got your back and shit. When they know they're fucking liars and they demons at the end of the day, in my opinion, you know what I'm saying? Cause I I see through that shit, man. I see through
0: it. You know, the funny thing is, first I want to say I don't. I don't align with calling myself black. Or I mean, think about it. I'm I'm not black. I don't look black. I'm copper colored. Um, but the funny thing about Black Lives Matter is. You know, and I had, I had this situation at work where, you know, somebody asked me, like, Black Lives Matter, right? And I just kind of looked at her, and I was like, no. I, I was like, no. Like, this and that's the shit I was thinking about. That's the shit I'm thinking about. Like, it's like, first off, who asked y'all, like, somebody told you to follow this Black Lives Matter shit, and you haven't really consulted with a true quote-unquote black person in America on how they truly feel. And most of the time, we don't fuck with that Black Lives Matter shit because we know black is a classification. And in fact, in 2020, the new classification of black is basically what it means is those who are a part of oppressed group. So who, who is the new definition of black LGBTQ? So the reality is uh, quote unquote, young black male. I want you to listen to me, cut on your TV, look at your advertising, like really pay attention to your YouTube ads and all that shit. And I noticed, I've noticed something the last two weeks. They're trying to literally eliminate us. I've seen commercials where it's everybody in it but a, but a strong black male. And if it's a black male in it, he's a cuck. But you know, the reality is me and my niggas is stronger than ever right now. This is what I'm not understanding. We ain't got no felonies. We all got degrees. We all making paper. And we ain't out here bullshitting while at the same time people from other races out here doing that fuck shit. But that's not what the attention is put on. The attention is put on how we are the savages. When the reality is, nah, no, sir, we already done shifted. We already done evolved. We, we we building on getting our shit back on a higher level. I'm trying to understand where this shit is coming from, and it's, it's, it's coming from the media. The media is telling people how to feel, and the goofy thing about it is, like I said, like, motherfuckers will go and support some shit without consulting with those who are really being affected because that's a part of the supremacist mindset. They don't give a fuck. At the end of the day, Black Lives Matter could raise $100 million like they've done plenty of times before. The Democratic Party could raise $100 million how come it's so hard for them to just come up with a plan to put the money back in the pockets of, of the quote-unquote black people? And I don't only want to say black people because what you got to understand at some point in the last few years, black, that no longer means just black people. That means, mostly now, that means LGBTQ. Like, they are, they are trying to eliminate us. That's what I'm trying to let y'all know. And the reason why they haven't come up with a plan is because we are here for a reason. We are here as the lost tribe to be beat on and to be eliminated. This whole, what's happened... In the and in, in the past all the way up to this point is the literal elimination of our all of our culture and they're literally on this is how deep this shit is really think about it they're trying to eliminate us not only on the spiritual plane not only on the mental plane but they're trying to do it on the physical plane while we're still here think about how wicked that is they're trying to literally like eliminate us erase our character while we're still here think about that shit. this is why we get gunned down and we don't understand that you can't be African-American because you can't be born on two different continents. And we, we understand that through our classifications, we get gunned down and they get off. Because as as being a quote-unquote black person, you don't exist in the corporation of the United States of America. So it's like, fuck the bullshit. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm tired of the, of the fuck shit. I mean, I don't really see no competition because I know I'm tapping back into my roots. And at the end of the day, it's like, you know, it's, it's war time. And it's not wartime, not just on the physical level. It starts with the mental. It starts with yourself and building your own mentality and your own spirituality and tapping back into your power. That's what the true voodoo is, and it's deeper than that. And once you tap back into that, try to get a knowledge, acknowledge yourself and understand what the fuck is really going on. You're going to see how this shit is shifting. And a lot of the reason this shit is still shifting, I mean, we're just talking about the negative. We're talking about just the negative. The, the positive part of it is we know that this shit is not true. Everybody knows it's not true. They know niggas is, is tripping up. They know it they know and they're going back and we've talked about this they know like on every level even look at sports even the entertainment they are literally they, they're they're getting to the point where they're trying to not have a black quarter like have black quarterback be successful but they can't even stop that shit they can't even even stop that, even through entertainment they punctured my nigga lung.
1: yeah tyrod taylor
0: think about i mean think about this now all of a sudden lamar jackson can't play now all of a sudden it was the same motherfucking script Russell Kaepernick. Wilson
1: has not gotten one MVP vote in his fucking career, and you can look at anybody who's a hardcore NFL fan, and all of them have him listed as one of the best quarterbacks in the league, if not the best.
0: Let's not forget about the fact that Cam, what Cam Newton came in, broke the record, rookie record as a quarterback. Kaepernick broke the rookie record as a quarterback. Russell Wilson broke the rookie record as a quarterback. Lamar Jackson broke the Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. They all did it. They all broke the goddamn rookie record year back, back to back to back to back. And all of a sudden they can't play the next year rg3 same fucking thing all of a sudden they can't play all of a sudden they can't you get somebody like russell wilson come and beat peyton manning then all of a sudden he can't beat tom brady when you i mean you see if you've seen the game it's like bro, this is a script and that's actually when i stopped watching that that super bowl against the patriots and also the one where cam newton was going against peyton manning where it was no own 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 record that that motherfucker could even lift his arm up in training camp you let alone throw a ball. This is why he had the worst Super Bowl performance all the time. And they basically, through the through their entertainment system, through their fraternity, basically promoted a big they just promoting rituals on us. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, nigga, when are you gonna stop paying attention to that shit? Right. When are you gonna tap back in to what really matters and get rid of these motherfuckers? Niggas about
1: to cry niggas going we're about to fucking cry over the NBA come, not coming back. I'm like, you niggas are bitches, bro. Oh my god. Oh god, you niggas is bitches. Like you so you so worried about you so worried about this entertainment? shit. And you're not even looking at what's most important that's right in front of you, man. And you can't see that this all this popular shit, pop culture, is just a major distraction from what is most important, man. Again, with this the the politics, like with um the you know the, these uh these quote unquote uh what well, these liberals or whatever in the Democrats Democratic Party saying you know we're gonna. We're gonna look to move forward with like reparations and shit. You see, here's the thing with the reparations. They'll say that they're gonna move forward with it, but then all of a sudden, what did what do they what do they come back with? Oh, uh they're they're gonna study. They're gonna study up on how to go about giving out reparations. Why the fuck do you need to study about giving out something that was ours to begin with, man? This shit is ours to begin with. The indigenous people that we are, Not I'm not an African-American, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a black. I'm indigenous to this motherfucking land, and I can prove it. I've looked up my history. I've went back 300-plus fucking years, and I haven't seen a goddamn trace of me coming from a country within Africa, bro. And that's not to say that I don't have African ancestry somewhere down the line, because we all do. Uh, But I'm saying majority of my people... Are from this land, man, and a book that uh, a lot of people I think should look into is. Uh, let me uh, let me find it.
0: let mean, think about it. You ain't never been to Africa, <laughs> like I mean, it's that simple. Like I don't even know anybody that ever even been over there, and like this is how fucked up and this is how beaten down we we. They prepared. even got
1: a book. Uh, let me see. And this is uh with when the Africans did uh come over here, even got a book. If you can see that in the camera, it's the first Africans, I mean the first Americans were Africans that when they came uh that uh inhabited this uh land. But I'm saying when they got here, there was already people that was indigenous to this land, and they mixed with those people, if you get what I'm saying. And if I notice that people that, um quote unquote, black Americans, you look at us and compare us to somebody that is like a fir- um, fresh off the boat from like Nigeria or fucking uh, Eritrea, Uganda. We look nothing alike, bruh. We look nothing alike. Very different in cultures, obviously. But we, we have nothing in common other than They try to lump us all together and say we're all African-American when they know it's full of bullshit. They know know they're full of shit when they say that.
0: And we don't have an ITN number, which basically means we can live tax-free in another land because this is our land. So, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you know, no disrespect, but at the end, it is what it is. You know, I ain't never been nowhere else but in North Carolina. My people have been here and I can trace that back to, you know, right off the reservation, right in the mountains of North Carolina. Um, so at the end of the day, it's like, we tired. I know I am. I don't give a damn about nobody feeling this, Cause obviously nobody cares about mine on a daily basis. I get profiled in my own cities. Anywhere I go, I get profiled. I got to damn be 10 steps ahead of a motherfucker just to, just to survive in this shit. When at the end of the day, I'm not even worried about nobody else. I'm trying to live life the right way. Yeah. This motherfucker's out here really bringing terror terrorism to the streets. Yet. Yeah, They don't have to deal with the like level of uh profiling that I have to that we have to deal with on my own goddamn land. Think about that shit. Think about this. I mean this is this is the shit that think about that, man. Like and you know I mean just think just think about that. I I think about that shit a lot. I'm just thinking, who the fuck is this nigga to tell me I cannot speed on my land if this nigga was not here? He, he, I wouldn't have to deal with this shit. So let's get him up out of here. What that's were what, what, what were
1: cops before they were called the police? Slave patrol, if I'm uh, if I'm not mistaken, that's what they were to catch slaves before when when slavery was still in existence, and then it transitioned into what we call now as the
0: uh, police. The police is its is, is 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 own fraternal order within a bigger fraternal order. And the whole goal of, because you got to think, this is this is their corporation on top of our land. And so in their corporation, they needed something to control our population. That's all the, poli- the polo- police is, is to control our population and to cure that feeling of uneasiness that most, not just Caucasian Americans, is even immigrants, that they feel about how we are perceived on our own land. Cause you know that that's this is the wicked thing they know that they have done shit that is on such a such a see they they know that they have done they continue to perpetuate and their ancestors have done shit on such a psychotic and barbaric level that they've created a patrol for the day that we tribe up and tap into that ruach to prevent us from doing that because they know it's going to happen they know it's coming i mean they know it's coming think about your power this host is even Their society is all about you. Cut the TV on. What they talking about? It's got something to do with niggas on all levels. It's because they use you, your energy, your attention span, paying attention to their rituals to get what they want, to continue to keep us on a low vibration. So once you disconnect from all that shit, you tap back into the truth, you don't believe these motherfuckers, you don't don't be afraid of death and live in fear. That's it. But everybody got to do it. My Ma- yeah. majority has to do it.
1: Yeah, death is not the end, man. It's the beginning. I believe that time is nonlinear. You know, I believe that I've lived before and I've lived several lifetimes before. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not afraid to die at any point, you know, because um, I know my soul is intact and I know that I'm I'm living in my truth and my purpose is um, I'm st- I'm starting to come into my purpose of what it is for me. Uh, what what I need to leave here before I ascend to the next level or to the next dimension, rather, you know? Um, and I think a lot of people, like you said, with, like, tapping back in, they need to look more into their spirituality and stop looking at uh, zodiac signs as full of shit when they tell all of the truth. I mean, English, language, this ain't our fucking language. My name, your name, this ain't our true names, you know? We don't even know what our true language is, bro. Like I'm looking into Hebrew because I believe Hebrew is a true lang our true language to an extent. So I'm looking into that and learning Hebrew because I want to learn how to translate that, uh, like holy, um, holy books such as the Holy Bible, the Quran. I want to read that, you know. I want to read the Holy Bible in its r- original context because I know there's more power to it in Hebrew. So
0: I want to add to that, you know, because I, I think what we're because it, it, I think it was Hebrew, but you know the the real universal language that they literally eliminated. That I mean, this is this is the missing link right here. And I got this information from Dane Colloway off of YouTube. It's an old video he put out. It's sign language. It's sign language. Think about why we're not taught sign language in school. Think about that. We should be taught sign language. We have a whole demographic of people who you know have that. Um, the um, handicap, I guess. I don't want to call it a handicap, but, you know, they're affected by the disability of uh, being deaf. But they don't even want to teach you sign language. Yeah. And think about it. You can communicate without even opening your mouth with sign language and it can be universal. And I think, you know, that's one of the missing links to sign language. Um, universal law. It's like a it's like a it's an original language of commerce. You know, you can sign language can be the same thing here and, you know, in Italy um so that's another thing we got to get back tap back into using sound language and i think that's going to become more important when we are you know using guerrilla warfare because it's i mean the thing is the extinction mark has already been hit so this is why you're seeing they're trying to eliminate the true the true uh alpha being on this planet you know you might not agree with me but you know it's it is the it is the quote-unquote black man this is because he it is a balance, but you gotta understand the white man can't use the black woman to basically continue to get what he want, which is to eliminate the true alpha, the true alpha being on this planet, which is the black, quote unquote, black man. This is why, like, the attack is not. A, I mean, the attack is, on, in some sense, on on, on our, our women. It's still it's it's equal. We have our certain powers, but we gotta we gotta understand that you gotta have that masculine being tapped in to be able to protect and change shit. Cause the man is the only one that's gonna put fire to that ass and really and really get get in their shit. I mean, and this is it's, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It just win. And how bad will it get? How bad will it get? Because the extension mark has already been hit. This is why you're seeing. This is why they're not even no longer hiding. You know their playbook. You can see the rituals. You can see them. They're out in the open about the shit because they don't have that much time left. It's already hit. So my viewpoint is: How bad will it get? Because niggas clearly aren't. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that we're not waking up because it, it's a lot. The, the positive aspect is even though we have a lot of people paying attention to to, to the bullshit, and I'm not saying just. I'm saying like really consumed by it. Because I do. I pay attention to sports, and I may watch college football here and there. But I know that that shit's entertainment. I know it's entertainment. I'm not. No emotions need to be put into it if if this team doesn't win, or this team loses. No emotion needs to be put into it because I know it is what it is. It's a yeah. part of continuing to control us. Um, so those who are consumed by, yes, yeah, people that's consumed by it, but it's a lot of people that's really tapping in, too.
1: Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I see uh, a picture behind you uh, that got a Michael Jackson, you know, one of the greatest artists ever, in my opinion. But um, he, artists like him bought the masters, not just his masters. He had the fucking Beatles masters. This dude was super powerful in the industry. He had to be taken out. Prince was another artist, super powerful. Was writing "slave" on his face, had to be taken out. Tupac, another powerful individual, Seven Day Theory, Illuminati. He was calling himself Machiavelli. He was already transitioning into his true self. They had to kill him, you know. And it and, it, and that's it, you see, there's a there's a trend with that. And you see recently with a lot of black artists being killed or dying. It's because these artists are uh, um are waking up, you know. Uh you see like a pop, pop smoke that passed away recently, RP to Pop Smoke. Um, I don't know if you saw that video, Christopher Walken. This dude had a video uh called Christopher Walken where he's literally he's literally showing images of like like militant, black militant, like black panthers in the video. Mm-hmm.
0: And no Martin Luther King shit. Not no Martin Luther King. I respected his message too, but I'm so we talking about the true militant shit. Like, yeah,
1: yeah. That I mean, I feel like that's the energy we need to be on because that all let's come together kumbaya shit does not work. It hasn't worked. We have tried it for so many years. Let's can't we all just get along? Like you know, Rodney King said, but it, it hasn't worked. The, these people, these oppressors, um, continue to. To use us you know to use our energy because they see us as the power to um to conduct their train you know we we are the engine that conducts this planet and they understand that they use our pain to power the planet and you can take that and you can look at that what i just said and did very like several different meanings but take that for what it is you know um and they they understand that man uh because I seen a video where they asked people on the streets, like, "What if all the they like, What if all of um the black people, what they what they left, what they left Earth or something like that, what they were gone, how you how would you feel?" Like pretty much all of them was like, "Nah, man, we can't allow that, you know. We, I love black people, you know, yada yada yada."
0: They, they love what they've gotten from us.
1: Yeah. They love the energy that they take from us on a day-to-day basis with these PSYOPs that they, they, they perform on a, on us, on a, with these masks, uh, these killings that we see. Um, and people got to look deeper into it because there's a whole plot behind it. You gotta look into uh, Gematria and understand that there's numerology that goes into these killings and it's rituals that are behind these, um, And I was gonna say, man, yeah, like what you were saying about the celebrities. It's like, look, I'm a big fan of artists. Like, I'm a huge uh, Kanye fan, and I don't, you know, I don't care what nobody says. I'm a huge Kanye fan, and I think he's one of the most. I think he's one of the most artists that really speaks the true shit that people they take out his out his outlandish quotes and they run with it. But if you listen to what he's saying in his interviews he is very intelligent and he has a plan for what he wants to do. And I think he understands it. You know, a lot of people don't, a, a lot of these artists you listen to are on bullshit. You know what I'm saying? They don't really push the real shit. They don't really push investing, buying land. None of them niggas, none of them niggas be talking like uh, Kanye does. They tell bro. you to
0: wear a mask.
1: Yeah. Telling you to wear a mask, you know, and I, I think it's more important to social distance before even wearing a mask personally you know, because wearing a mask doesn't defeat the virus. Uh, doesn't defeat the virus itself. You know what I'm saying? It's still, you're still just as likely to get it without wearing a mask. You know, depending on the environment you are in with people, how contained you are around somebody that may have uh, COVID. But um, again, man, somebody like him, man, so invested. That's like my favorite. He's like my favorite artist maybe ever. And I had to take a step back and look, like, man. I get, you know, I, I love his, uh, his messages and stuff like that, but I, I gotta remember not to get too involved into this and to the celebrity, uh, lifestyle and stuff like what, like following the celebrity news and stuff. Because at the end of the day, these people, they don't know you, you know what I'm saying? And if I were to meet him, they say never meet your idols and stuff like that, because they will they'll disappoint you. I feel like he wouldn't be who I who I expect him to be if I if I were to meet him in person. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people getting wrapped up in the deaths of these people, which I understand. Yeah, it's painful when people die, but you gotta worry about yourself and what's going on in your life and stop getting wrapped up into the celebrity, the drama, the bullshit. Because again, it's a distraction. The Tory, Tory and Megan situation, all it was is is meant to uh, further divide the quote unquote black and men and women. It's just dividing us more day-to-day with that, you know? And I see it on social media all the time where black women will call out black men for, for not being there, for not protecting black women. And then if we say something like, yeah, protect black women or love dark-skinned women, they say, oh, you say this online, but you don't do it in real life. Like, they're It's always a backhand. It's always a backhand. It's never enough,
0: you know? That's what I'm saying, like, I mean... We be aware of it, but I'm I'm tapping back into how I'm getting my shit back. <laughs> like I don't care what nobody say about me. I know how I truly feel about, you know, our women, and and nobody else can persuade how I feel and how I think. So that shit, you know, what I mean that that's some shit that you know, whatever. That's some social media shit, basically. That's another psyop. I mean, they shit It goes it all this goes down to that level. I'm focusing on getting my shit back, and you know how we can come together. Um and eliminating all waste, all the waste out of my life. Um, that's the focus. It ain't about how it's not about people's feelings anymore, man. It ain't it ain't about people's feelings.
1: Yeah. Um I wanted to ask you, um, speaking of, you know, getting back like our stuff and moving forward, I wanted to ask you about this Ice Cube news that dropped recently. Ice Cube came out recently and he has been working with the Trump administration on a plan called the contract with black America to ad, uh, to advocate for police reform, uh, affirmative action in the education system, abo- um, abolish, um, abolition of private prisons, decriminalization of mar- marijuana and elimination of mandatory minimum sentences among other proposals. And a lot of people called him out on that because they're saying, how can you be, you know, I, I get, the sentiment, but how can you be working with somebody like Trump who pro- who promotes nothing but hate, you know, which is another thing the media they love to do is persuade our minds to just thinking the Democrats are for us when they've been the ones fucking us over this entire century, uh, the, the past century. They've been fucking us over and not, you know, giving us what we need to get back to where we supposed to be, which is have our power because the black dollar is Powerful In itself, over a trillion dollars within the black community alone is circulated um, on purchases, you know, and yeah, I, I just wanted to, to bring this up because uh, uh, Ice Cube, he said, I, I put out this is a, a tweet. He said, I put out the CWBA. Both parties contacted me. Democrats said we'll address the CWBA after the election. Trump campaign made some adjustments to their plan after talking to us about the CWBA. So Trump's people actually listened to what he had to say instead of saying we'll look at it after the election. Which if you're a de- the Democrats you so, you're supposed to be so for black people or minorities as a whole, yet you want to push off something that is supposed to uplift the black community. You know, and the the, the plan actually is called the Platinum Plan. Uh you know, and uh He's caught a lot of hate because of that, because people are just saying, you know, he's he's racist and whatnot and yada yada yada. Um, but here's the thing, man. I look at it like this: which, what president hasn't been racist in history? Abraham Lincoln owned slaves. He fucked slaves too. So how, like, what what do you do? You think Joe Biden is this like miracle? white savior or some shit. I think that goes back to religion. I'm not a religious person. I'm spiritual. So to all of the the Christians out there that go to church and you pray to a white Jesus, you can't tell me anything about what it is that I'm I'm, I'm talking about. You can't tell me that, Oh yeah, he's a, he's a racist or whatnot when you're praying to a a white God to begin with. But that's another topic for another day. I'm saying looking at this is like what, which president has not been racist, you know? Uh, George Bush, uh, obviously a lot of, he's done a lot of dumb shit. You know, a lot of people question his intellect, even being a president, you know, his daddy got him a spot, you know, to be, become a president right after him or whatnot. Soon after, you know, and, um, him not quite caring about black people, the way he responded to hurricane Katrina, the, the fall back on that.
0: Calling them refugees. and
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but now since years later, it seems like he's tried to clean up his act after becoming the president. He's tried to come out and say things to say like he's in support of certain things for the black community. And Trump, even Trump, you know, with everything he said, Trump has said stuff that I don't think people have paid attention to um, about black people being the ones that built this country. You know, and the thing is, before Trump became president, the black community, a lot of the black community well, hip hop loved Trump. They made several songs about him, referencing him. Uh, Several rappers said they, uh, Trump, they met him. He wanted to work with them and stuff, you know, behind the scenes and stuff like that. And you, you, you see, it takes just, it takes one viral video online of a person saying something to get people to be like, nah, fuck him, yada, yada, yada. And I feel like a lot of it comes from the fact that it's a, it's a, a a bunch of things we get bunched into the label of minority and it's like we have this thing where we take on everybody's problems with ours so even if he's not speaking directly to us we feel like nah we get we still got your back black and brown you know alignment the black and brown shit does not exist that is bullshit once again we
0: don't have an itn number living tax-free in another country this is our country and they're stealing our shit
1: yeah yeah um but uh yeah i'm just trying to i'm just trying to look and see if i can find more about the this plan but i yeah i just wanted to get your thoughts about that
0: so um i'm gonna ask a rhetorical question first because i don't think you can really g i don't think you can give me a uh a, a right response to this um but what trump, what has trump really said when it comes to hatred towards the quote unquote black community? Like what does he said? What is he? What is he? What does he said? Well, he's was he the one that said you're not black if you don't vote Democrat? While at the same time, you have people coming at them proposing plans, and they tell you after the election. And well, right now, it's the most important. Right now is the most important time to talk about this shit, not after no fucking election. So I, I want to. That's what I wanted to add. Like what it really besides hurt some people's feelings when we're really telling the truth what hatred has really been promoted because if you really look at what he's saying as being original to this land you know still i still think the gillian dialectic is at play because he can still talk about it but we until shit is done and still talk um but then again you know what other president has given you money giving you a stimulus i mean look at I mean, look at the amount of money people were able to get this year no other no other president has done that. And this, it go that shit goes deeper than the stimulus. It, it's all kinds of small business loans that if you apply it the right way it actually helps you. The unemployment. I mean, one thing you can say about Trump is he's shit has actually been done. While at the same time, his whole character has been attacked. Yet he's still actually done shit, put in legislation, pushed pushed shit to try to change it. But yet Everything's about attacking his character, not about the fact that he's fucking up or he's not doing nothing. It's about the fact that a headline can be taken and twisted just to hurt people. see it's, that's that's the that's the liberal mindset of this country. It's all about political correctness. but see that political cor- correctness got us fucked basically that's what I mean. It's not about your feelings. That shit is why a dollar got devalued ninety nine point nine percent That shit is why pedophilia is damn near fucking normalized in this society that shit is why sexual deviancy is normalized cuz we have to be politically correct and accept that shit. See, it's not about your feelings. It's about look at the what the fuck we in? This we if you look at what the fuck is really going on, it ain't never been a time like this. I truly think this shit right here is the dark. We in the lowest level of the human existence. They love
1: and again with the agenda pushing with movies such as that movie Cuties, um Netflix where it was like these uh these preteen girls Um, overseas I think in like uh, England I think and they were they were twerking and stuff they do twerking and dancing and it's a it's a video well a movie on Netflix rather and they're like popping you know popping their behinds and stuff in little uh, skimpy outfits on stage in front of like a whole like a white uh, adult audience it just looks creepy and yet you look at the reviews the critics love it crazy majority white liberal critics um, cause Hollywood is, uh, Holly weird, which is, it's more, most of the time it's, uh, it's more of a liberal, um, society or whatever you want to call that shit. But yeah, uh, again with that, so that that's pushing further in my mind, that's pushing pedophilia with the exposing of these children to wear this shit. There was, I mean, Netflix there was literally got
0: shut down off of that. that period.
1: Netflix. And here's the thing with Netflix, like even that movie, the woman that made it a black woman. Immigrant from Africa, she's an immigrant. She made that shit. They had to have a therapist on set to console the the, the girls about the scenes that they were doing and shit in the movie, you know. And, and I think it's just it's subconsciously promoting uh pedophilia, like you said, and it's uh, allowing us to slowly but surely accept that shit. Also with like the um the LGBTQ and everything you see. Everything you see, they're pushing it. Like, it's like you can't really see a, a movie with just a, a, a black couple, or just a, a regular black couple, straight black couple, uh, or like the, the LGBTQ love to say a cisgender, mm-hmm. a cisgender uh, black couple. You know, you don't get to see that a lot in movies. It's it's, it's always either there's something wrong with the dude. He, either he, He's a drug dealer. He's a rapist. You know, he likes to dress and drag. He's secretly uh, gay. It's always something to it. You can't have, like, just a strong black man in a situation and just have him be in that role, you know? Even in, uh, see, like, movies like a Marvel movie, Marvel movie like Black Panther. Like, a lot of people, I don't think, understand that movie for what it really is. It's because, you know, T'Challa, and, you know, rest in peace to uh, Chadwick Boseman, but... T'Challa, his character, you know, he's supposed to be the leader of Wakanda and this so technically advanced uh, uh, country within Africa, right? And he's supposed to be pushing forward, you know, the uh, the black or a- well, African uh, power and moving forward and shit. But you see somebody like a killmonger who is a quote-unquote um, antagonist when really he's a protagonist of the movie. He literally goes to him and tells him, "You got access to all of this sh- shit here. And we're literally being destroyed all over the fucking go- globe and you don't want to do a damn thing about it.
0: But still off your land. And you sh- and send it back to your country."
1: But yet he's the villain. Yeah, he did some despicable things in the movie and stuff. Of course they're going to they're going to do that to dilute his message, to make him do some outlandish shit. But what he said was true. You know, they they say why we ain't got a connection to Africa because the motherfuckers don't like they don't like us because they know we the original people over here they we're know not the same
0: people we're like not I mean, yeah <laughs> it's in, it was, it's indigenous on all seven continents just to look at us as I, I, have you had people that's on the continent of Africa indigenous to each of those countries we are over here in North America but they got South America Central we are indigenous to the to Turtle Island basically like we are we are like that but over here and I wanted to. Tell even deeper about the symbolism. Look at where the panther is native to. Think about that as well. And what and, and the jaguar. It's in the Americas. Um, so what is a Jaguar? It's base it's basically a panther. It's all this it's all the same. So there's so much symbolism in that movie, man. Like and but see people got the wrong message. <laughs> and they got the wrong message. Cause really, I mean, I'm seeing it. I mean, I'm working with I work with people from different countries, Kenya, all these other countries and shit. Niggas won't shake your fucking hand because they know they talk. They talk based off their nationality. But the, the fucked up thing is they know you are, you. we are it. This is why our culture, this is why it's not a calculated attack on their culture. This is why they know their culture because they're not the lost child. Mm-hmm. We are. <laughs> we are the lost child. This is why the motherfuckers over here. I ain't never had a motherfucking bone in my body to say, let me go to Africa. Because I know where the fuck I'm at. I know this is the this is the fatherland. That's the motherland. This is the fatherland. The oldest pyramids in the world was here. The the true history books say this is the first fucking land to pop up on this motherfucking flat earth square or uh, square stationary earth uh, plane. So I mean we can take it d- deep. We can get deep, you know. Today, you know. Um, so really, you know, even with the with the message, man, it's like, yeah. I mean, Daddy, you can see that shit play on a daily basis. These motherfuckers. I, I know. I work with people that have literally come over here. And tell and like they laugh about it. They could come over here and take our get our money, go back to their country and already millionaires, dog. Go back and build castles and shit. And they not funding this shit over here. Nope. They look down on you because you're the lost tribe. How can you be such great people? Because here in their culture, they're taught that we are the great ones. Yep. But how can you be such great people and not know your motherfucking culture and call yourself black? How can you be such great people and can claim a land that you're not from? They laugh at us because they know like we don't know. But that's if they meet that's until they meet somebody who who understands this shit and it, it, it kills all that fucking noise if it kills all that noise i'm not impressed by that shit Them niggas know their culture because there's no calculated attack on their culture to hide their culture because at the end of the day if we had our culture which we do we were we're tapping back into it this is what none of these motherfuckers wouldn't exist this is that deep. This is why every country in the world knows their nationality, but the black, quote unquote, black Americans, because we are the lost tribe. We are the we are the original of every goddamn thing. It's not just about the man. We are the original. And if we were able to, if we we're able to function in full sovereignty with with our with you know complete control of our land, this shit would not like some of these motherfuckers can, can't exist. They can't exist if we're tapped back into the godship of who we really are. That's what it is. It ain't about a nigga from Nigeria. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, it's not. It's not. It's not because it wouldn't be so easy for them to go to another country and rape that country and then still have their own sovereignty in another country. Whereas you have people that's in their own land that's not even sovereign to their own land.
1: Yeah, hey, it just get it just gets on my nerves. Who man. The, who is
0: the attack on is what I want to ask.
1: I look at some of these like these posts and shit like of uh, these black social media accounts and they be promoting you know black businesses and shit. And a lot of times you look at this shit, these motherfuckers are, are from, like, Nigeria, Kenya, and shit. Of course these motherfuckers got the money to to make their business. It's not that easy for us over here. It's not easy for us to just get a fucking loan to start a business. Like, these motherfuckers can just because they're immigrants and they, you know, they come over here, they get special treatment and shit. You they make what? it seem like it's so easy for us to start businesses. Nah, man.
0: And I also want to do this. So I want to just basically just stop talking, you know, just... Like, this is, I think a part of us continue to, to go move forward is to stop talking about them. Mother- like, that's like, not even about them. You know what I mean? At this point, it's about us and our shit. We already got that established. We're figuring out who we is and what the fuck is really going on. Let's knock the irrelevant. Let's take the irrelevant shit out, out of the equation. Let's take the irrelevant shit out of the equation and, and focus on what we really need to focus on. Let's take that irrelevant shit out of the equation. Because once again, I say, who is the lost tribe and who ain't? And it ain't about, it, it, it's deeper than race. It's deeper than race because if you really want to understand, this shit start, started as an indigenous-unindigenous war, a more-on-more more war. That's how this shit started. And that shit got deep as well. This is why you see these motherfuckers come over here and they respect the white man. But if a nigga is born here, I don't have no respect for that motherfucker. I don't have no respect for him. I respect what he's done and, and the, the, the demonic energy that that motherfucker has. But when it comes to me bowing to that motherfucker, no, nigga, It's war. It's war. It's war. And that's that's the difference. You can see that shit. If you're born here, you don't you don't do certain shit. Like you already it's understood. Like it's war. It's it's we've been at war for thousands of years. That's all this shit is. It's war. What the what the fucking media say? You supposed to die tonight. I'm supposed to die tonight. Ain't that what they say? Well
1: fuck it. Let's go. Say we weren't supposed to make it past 25, fuck but we it. still let's go. alive, you know? Let's
0: go. Shit. If I ain't got nothing to lose, let's fucking get it. That's how I look at it. Cause I mean, at this point, it's like <laughs> it's it's goofy to me cuz we I mean, we we focusing we 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 are fo- about to, we putting our focus to the right shit but we got to stop focusing on the wrong shit you know what i mean let's stop harping on the wrong shit That's, yeah
1: um i i wanted to go back circle back to the ice cube uh plan i found an article um from newyorkmag.com and this it goes more into his uh platinum plan so i'm about to read from it so a source familiar with the Back and forth between Ice Cube and the White House said Ice Cube's biggest push was to get Trump to commit to a $500 billion investment, considerably more than what was initially proposed in the Platinum Plan. Ice Cube also pushed the Trump campaign to consider labeling the Ku Klux Klan a terrorist organization and to declare Juneteenth a federal holiday. It appears Ice Cube was successful as the Platinum Plan includes promises to increase access to capital by $500 billion, though it provides few details on how it would go about doing so. It also includes to prosecute the KKK as a terrorist organization, legally dubious given the FBI doesn't have that power, and to declare Juneteenth a national holiday, which requires an act of Congress. Uh, While Ice Cube's CWBA is a substantial document loaded with detailed proposals on reparations and black representation in government and industry, the Platinum Plan is a leaflet packed with vague commitments and promises covering housing, criminal justice, black-owned businesses, jobs, education, religious freedom, health care, and more. Like so many Trump announcements, it is both wildly ambitious and remarkably sloppy. That's what this... uh, Another the person attack. that wrote this. Yeah. Sound like
0: another attack.
1: The plan lumps Antifa into its commitment to prosecute the KKK as a terrorist organization and seems to refer to second chance homeowners as second chance homecomers. So yeah, that's a little bit about um what Ice Cube's plan was, uh details, you know, for the uh for for uh the plan that he gave sent to the White House. And, like I said before, he tried to uh he he tried to reach out to the Democrats, but they told him to wait out the the election but Trump's people were willing to listen to what he had to say and take into consideration some of the things he proposed it, uh the the full platinum plan was uh is twenty two pages long um and cube is quoted saying he doesn't really see them pushing their policies in any particular direction. He's talking about Biden and Kamala Harris.
0: I mean, they're already, already on paper. They are, they are both of them. They've already showed you. They don't give a fuck about you. So like, I don't know when that motherfucker went up there and said, you ain't black if you don't vote Democrat, but yeah, he can't tell you specifically what he wants to do for you. I mean, you're an idiot. If you still, if you still believe anything that come out of that motherfucking mouth, that right there should have turned you off. But you know, it's, it's about the label and shit. It's, 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 it's about oh, this is a Democrat. You know what I mean? It's that it's the sh- it's the same. Oh, we're stuck in the same. Are they stuck in the same shit? Basically, same cycle. But circling back, the thing, the only thing that I didn't didn't necessarily like about that is there's still no specifics on my, getting my land back. That's all I want is land. I want my because if I have my land, I can control my. I can have a sovereignty, and that's what they don't. They want to do everything but that. <laughs> that's, they did they want to do everything but. See, we don't need no money. We don't need no better loans. percent. No, no, no. no. It's deeper than that. We need the land and the sovereignty. That's it. It's that simple. Yeah. With them, see, with those two things, what happened is a lot of motherfuckers is going back home. That's why they got, they're going to, and then, I think that, the, I think we're going to see the extension mark has already been met. 2019 was the end of day shit. So, I see what I, I, I see going moving forward. It's it's going to seem beautiful for to us, but this is only to, for them to continue to be, to to continue to have the corporation, in the United States of America, to function. We're still going to be living within their corporation, right? So even though they got a five hundred billion dollar plan and they want to make the KKK it's attest, still a it's still an employee, you still don't have the power to run your government. <laughs> you still don't have the sovereignty to literally control your government. You still don't have your land and have somewhere to go because these motherfuckers are on your land, taking your land. Right. They they're not giving you really what you need as a nation. Right. They're not giving you that because they understand if they start to do that shit, it's gonna be a lot of people get up out of here. I mean, this goes all all the way back to what they this is how this is them acknowledging that they know that they have done some crazy shit to us. That's all it is. They know that they can't cause it's gonna I mean the reality is once we get an inch, yes. Once if I get an inch, oh yeah, it's gonna be radical. I'm not the only one to think like that at this point. If you give a nigga an inch, yes, I'm. It's gonna get radical.
1: Same, same. I'm closing for me.
0: this motherfucker down. I'm. this. I mean, yeah, it's gonna get radical, my nigga. Like, so they know this shit. I mean, at this point, you. I don't believe this, but they say they killed 99.9 percent of the indigenous, and it, even Benjamin Franklin in one of his auto in one of his um early excerpts he, in seven in the late 1700s said the whole world was tony which basically means dark skin, except for the, his, his, section, his section of Brits, even included the British and the French. What is, a, what is a Haitian? It's basically connected to France. And the reason why is because everything was indigenous. Everything was black. So if, that, if it was like that in the late 1700s, and I think it went all the way through the early, ninth, through the early 1800s until the common 1811, which I think that that was the real cataclysm, the, the real Noah's flood. That was all that shit. But if that was the case, what happened? What happened?
1: That's the great uh, question.
0: What happened? But we still here, though. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like these motherfuckers have did all this shit, but we still here. And I think we here. I think the, the the elite of the quote unquote black community is stronger than anybody on the planet. Our elites are the elite. Our elites are literally gods. It ain't the celebrities. They love
1: yeah, and they love um, they they can't they they hate when you when you call yourself a god. But I see myself as a God. If we're made in God's image, then what are we, God?
0: They wanna They wanna tell me to worship LeBron when this nigga's a he, he's a pussy. He he's scared to even call it. This nigga grew up in Akron, Ohio, and he knows like if he really is in our and if he really grew up in our community, he knows how it really feels to be oppressed. But yeah, he he still wanna be politically correct correct because they are giving him some money and he's shooting a basketball. LeChina. So that ain't in my opinion. That ain't no that ain't no leader. He ain't no celebrity to me. He, he's a slave. That's all it is. He's a He's a, a, bi-
1: a billion-dollar slave to Nike.
0: They're, they're, how are they no different than peasants? We have more sovereignty and freedom than they have. Yeah, mm. they, they got the money, you know, but we have more sovereignty and freedom than they have. They are the slaves. They are the peasants. We're not. We have more con- We have more control over our life and what little bit we have than a nigga like LeBron and, somebody and a lot of these rappers. They are literally slaves to keep you on a low vibration.
1: Why do you think every time they say something... On social media. Like Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg is one of the biggest examples of one of the biggest hypocrites ever. And he he's part of the reason why Pac was killed. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. His
0: father is the biggest CIA, was one of the biggest CIA agents known.
1: Snoop Dogg would say all this shit about fuck Trump. You know, I have a video where he's pointing a gun at a fake Trump. You know, talking about some fuck him. And he'll, he'll go on rants. But then his bitch ass would go on Jada Pinkett's show and bow down before her as a, the beta male that he is and apologize for everything he said beforehand because you want to know why because that motherfucker is controlled and he knows that with the push of a button his career is over
0: they 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 bought into the dollar and 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 the the material but the shit don't matter you still don't matter in their country like they gave you that so you know like i don't even like i view myself above these celebrities because i understand like I, I know i'm tapped into more to more of the understanding of who i am than they are they slaves. They didn't sign they 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 signed their booty away. Is what I want to say. That's what they already done did that shit for some fucking dollars. They didn't their shit away to the white man for some dollars. And then they, and then they can't really tell you how they really feel. Think about that. They got to tell you. They got to be taught on told what to say. And they supposed to have been living this shit like us. They supposed to be living this shit like us. Uh, nah, if you really living this shit and you passionate about it, you don't, you're not worried about that bullshit. Not worried about this this bullshit, man. And like, I'm getting I'm getting tired of it. We all are. That's that's what that's what the times that we in. It goes back to the astrology, you know, Uranus and Taurus shifting everything, the financial system, you know, everything, man, everything. It's rebellion. Uranus is the planet of rebellion, you know. I mean, it's it's
1: it's to the point where even if we say something, uh, you get to a certain level of popularity of becoming a public figure. Even if you say something like, uh, like tw- uh, Twenty One Savage said in his uh album, I Am Greater Than I Was. He said he had a line saying, "We been getting that Jewish money. Everything is kosher." Just by him saying that, he came under fire because they say he perpetuated negative Jewish stereotypes when LeBron uh shared that that, um, quoting that on his Instagram story. That was still so a Jewish,
0: line anyway. 21
1: Savage supposed to be uh, such a, a real nigga gets right on Twitter and says the Jewish people I know are very wise with their money. So that's why I said we've been getting Jewish money. I never thought anyone would take offense. I'm sorry if I offended everybody. Never my attention. I love all people come to find out. We find out that he's an immigrant later on. <laughs> you know, they exposed that he's an immigrant. He's not really who he says he is. You know, even though I like some of his music, it's all it's all uh, it's all a game at the end of the day. Little shit like that. These these quote unquote Jewish people, they know who the real Jews is. They know who the real the the real uh, 12 tribes of Judah. They understand that shit. But they so they go so hard saying, oh, anti-Semitic motherfucker. You ain't even a real Jew. Like, let's keep it 100. You're not the real Jew. But, yeah, niggas is so pussy and they don't want to say that shit in real life. Like, okay. I'm not. I don't
0: give a damn. I know what it is. I mean, at the end of the day, I know what you're going to do. Take my money away. You can have it. What you going to do, throw me in jail? We already getting locked up. What you going to do, kill me? We been dead. Di- we been dead. <laughs> we call ourselves black. That's what that shit means. I mean, what can be done? All that shit is is just, I look at them type of shit as, one, I truly think that, you know, Jewish, they do have control of the rap game, and they all use Nick Cannon. All that shit is just them way their their way of it's a Syab and their way of trying to let people know that they still have power. Man, fuck them. That's all. I mean, I, I mean, it is what it is. You ain't got no power, no real power. It's based off some shit that don't exist. It's based off a of fiat, or and, and the knowledge that you stole. But we tapping in, man. Like it is
1: what it is. Their numbers are. uh Well, I'm not just going to say the quote-unquote Jewish people numbers are dwindling, but uh, the the dominant society's numbers are dwindling. You know, there's already uh, charts saying by around 2050 they will become the minority in the U.S. They understand that. So what are they trying to do so hard right now is push these immigration laws to make it harder for people to come into the U.S. Um, But what are they also doing? they're increasing the interracial agenda that you see in all these uh, TV shows and movies because you want to know why? Because they know that since their numbers are dwindling, the only way that they can survive is to mix in with the most high, you know, to to continue to have their seeds last because they know that the original man's seeds are forever.
0: And I I truly believe that that 2050 shit I mean, I think the 2050 shit—that shit was probably two, two 2000, 2012. Like I think we way past that to be real. Like, yeah, I, think, I don't. I think we're
1: way more than thirteen uh, percent.
0: Yeah, and I, and I think when they say that, that they will be, the, I think they're already, they're already a minority. And I'm gonna tell you why, is because when they're pushing shit so hard, and I think the opiate, the opioid crisis, these different crises that have come out, has that shit cr- increased? That it, it closed that gap exponentially. I think it closed the gap so fucking fast. Is why this shit is like this, is, like it is now, and, the, and then the coronavirus. Because really, look at the who the coronavirus is really affecting. Do you know anybody that's gotten the coronavirus? I don't. Do I know anybody that's got the coronavirus? No. I mean, but yeah, you look at the news and they say it's, it's mostly niggas. Yeah. There's, I mean, what the fuck is this shit? Come on, bro. Let's get out the boot Let's stop. I mean, the blue you, shit. and
1: like you said, you work in the hospital, you see it. Stop the bullshit. Do you shit, see man. the people that come in with COVID? Are they majority
0: black people? Really, they were majority Hispanic. Mm. Majority Hispanic. I will say initially it was a whole bunch of it was. I, I'll say this. Initially it was a lot of, of Caucasian. And then it that shit did drop off. It was to the point where it was like nothing but like Hispanic and like Asian. And then that kind of like, but that was for a long. That was for most of the, most of this shit. Then it was a lot of Af, quote unquote African Americans. Mm-hmm. But you're talking about in one hospital in the state capital of North Carolina also with only, what, five cases? Mm-hmm. So you're talking two, three, four, probably four at the most. It never was just, I mean, come on, man. Like, and if you truly understand it, we're not 13%. Come on, bro. They can tell you, and they control the statistics. They can tell you every fucking thing. What I know and see is my niggas is tripping up, and we tapped in. Most of my friends from other races is out here selling drugs and doing the hard drugs. I mean, I'm, I, I I know that. I see that. Like, I'm not, we're not in that shit. Like, we really, we into getting our shit back. We getting serious about this shit, and they know that. So that goes back to the, that Trump plan. I think we're going to see, yeah, I think it's going to look, we got to stay vigilant because it's going to, they're going to start basically giving our shit back. But they're not going to give us back what we need. That's the thing. They're going to give us money back. But what, the, it's fiat. It doesn't exist. They probably give us a whole bunch of cryptocurrency. It's, it doesn't exist. That's not tangible shit. Where's my gold? Where is my silver?
1: 10 15 20 years, what will the value be?
0: No. of money. Where where is where is my knowledge? Where is my where is the ancient manuscripts? That's what I want. I want ancient hidden manuscripts. that They didn't in hidden in all these may sound. Oh, you lodges. think they were
1: burning down the shit in the Vatican?
0: And you know and I, I don't think they actually ever burned that shit down cuz I think the I think the knowledge that they found, I think that's a, I think that was a lie cuz I think the knowledge that they found was so fucking valuable that they kept it and they used it. that's what they're using against us right now. Like, that, that shit was so deep, they didn't burn that shit. The tech, they didn't burn that technology. What they've been doing is reverse engineering and trying to understand that shit. But they haven't been able to tap into the code of, of the of the ancient shit that they found.
1: I mean, that's where, this where it comes into play, the harp machine, where they've uh, you, you get the Mandela effect, where they change shit. They actually go, yes, time travel is a real thing for people that think I'm bullshit. And you can look up the harp program. Uh, Look, they're doing this to this day overseas. They're uh, looking for ways to travel within the past to to change shit that's already happened. So if they get those manuscripts and they're reverse engineering it to understand it truly, they can go back. If they can figure out how to go back in time and change things, the fuck up, what's going on now? It's a possibility because there's several things I've seen to where I remembered it completely different growing up than what it is today.
0: What was it? Shazam? That was was that the movie with the uh, Shabbat? What was that? Uh,
1: movie? Kazam.
0: Kazam, bro! I swear to God, I remember that shit, dude. Growing up, I'll tell you
1: what. One, the biggest one for me was the Berenstein
0: Bears. That I always too. called
1: it the Berenstein, but they said it was always the Berenstein Bears, if I'm not mistaken.
0: That too. Yeah, man, that shit. Oh, uh, it was. I think what the Monopoly Man looked different. Yeah, it's all it's, it's all kinds of shit. It's like the Monopoly Man looked different. It's something with uh, it was jiffy peanut butter, but now it's jiff. Something crazy. I think it was something with a peanut butter brand. Um, but you want to think I think the Mandela effect could be one of two things though, really. It could be a good and a bad thing. And I'm gonna go, I'm gonna start with the bad. So what I think the Man- Mandela effect could be is that it showed that the world ended at some point. And it caused some type of time rift to where some people can remember the, the basically the previous earth. Like, remember what, 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 before, before this, that time riff happened, can remember that shit and some can't, or it could just be, it could show that we have, we're transitioning to a higher dimension. Yeah. And I think, and a lot of, and a lot of shit with that, and this is the wicked thing, this is fucking crazy. A lot of shit with that transition that couldn't necessarily come in its full form. It had to kind of, you know either be left behind or transform in some type of way. Yeah. And that's, that's the reality's way of showing us that we are probably, we've probably started to, uh, transition. It could be that. I mean, I, I, I'm telling you a lot of that shit. You can't convince me otherwise that I, I didn't see something that I, that was what it was before,
1: you know? But, um, I don't know about you, but I think this episode, I think we covered a lot. Uh, I don't know if there was anything else that you had in mind that you wanted to discuss.
0: Mm. Nah. Let me cover covered a good amount of information.
1: All right. Well, with that being said, uh this uh is the Divine Council Podcast. This is episode 54. You know, as always, we if you if you like this podcast, if you didn't like it. Let us know. We're open to constructive criticism. Uh, the podcast is available on all streaming platforms. Uh, if you're if you're listening via the Apple Podcasts app, if you could give us a review, that would be helpful. Um, a a five star review helps with visibility. You know, um, to garner, we can get more uh, followers and whatnot. If you wanted to follow us, you can follow us on uh, uh SoundCloud at Divine Council Podcast. You can also follow us on our Twitter page at podcast divine. We're also on Instagram at divine council podcast. And, uh, yeah, you know, we're just going to continue to bring the content, you know, and, uh, continue to level up the podcast, you know, with this, uh, direction, you know, once again, uh, special thanks to, uh, artist mill, you know, for allowing us to come in here and to, uh, to record today. And, As always, I like to leave the listeners with a quote. And this quote was going to be about, let me see. This is going to be a quote about life. This quote is from Robert Frost and the quote is, in three words, I can sum up everything I've learned about life, it goes on. Until next time, we're out, peace.